Hi ladies, thanks very much for joining me this evening or this morning or this afternoon, whenever you're choosing to do the session. So today's session is our heel session with a difference. So it's the session that we did on the 29th of June. Um, on Tuesday and it's a session that was created by Nikki who is our assistant coach. Um, Nikki really helps me with the group. Um, We plan the sessions either together or separately. We usually have a little run through the session before group um, and then we check what's best for the group depending on who turns up on the evening and we adapt it as we need to go along. So what I'm inviting you to do today is to adapt it for yourself as well. Um, I will give you options as we go along where and when and why you might want to adapt things. I do just want to apologise, I've got a little bit of a sore throat. Um, Went out on Saturday, enjoyed the England game, did a bit of shouting and it's still a little bit sore. So apologies for that in advance, but at least I'm here to do the session. So just wanted to say that tonight's session is about running downhill now the reason why it's really good to focus on this is quite often we focus on running up hills and we don't always think about our technique when we come down them and quite often what we think about is well we're going downhill right so what is there to think about gravity's on my side let me just take that hill as it comes and let me just let it take me into the hill but there is actually research that suggests that if you do come down hills in a controlled way and you think about your technique and what you're doing then actually you will still work all of those muscles but in a completely different way and actually you've got less chance of getting injured because if we're just letting the hill take us down the hill we're not really thinking about our technique we're not thinking about our foot placement we're not thinking about our posture we're not thinking about what we're doing with our arms or where we've got our head for example so what it's about is it's getting us to think about what works for me now when we did it on Tuesday some people liked some of the techniques and some people were like nah that's not working for me so we really really invite you to use this as a session to complete it as a session and to pick the bits that you like and to just get rid of the bits that you don't because the main thing is is it's difficult for us as coaches because we can see improvements that you're making but we can't always feel your body and think about what your body's going through while it's happening. The only person that can actually know that is you. So you're really relying on yourself to pick up on little niggles, on twinges, on, you know, that doesn't really work with my legs or like my stance doesn't really make me be able to do what what the coaches are asking me to do. So we're really relying on you to feed back to us and say, do you know what? I think I'm a bit tall for that, my leg, my stride's a bit long for that, I'm not really sure what to do with this. Because if you don't feed that back to us, then we don't know how to guide you in the right way. So what we can do is we can be there as coaches to guide you and to give you some advice, but up, it, eventually it is all up to you. And it is gonna be up to you when you're out on your runs to think, right, I'm going down the hill now, so I'm gonna adapt this technique. So I'm aware I've been chatting a little while and you've probably stood about and you're running stuff thinking, yeah, come on, die, get on with it. So I'm going to. So what we're going to do is we're going to ask you for your warm up. We want you to just have a bit of a, now it's up to you, depending on what you want to do. You can either do a run walk, you can do a really brisk walk, or you can do a, you know, an easy jog. So if you're doing an easy jog, you're going to be doing about a three out of 10 for perceived effort of exertion. If you're doing a run walk, I want it to at least be the bits that you're running. I want them to be at least be a three. And if you're doing a brisk walk, I want it to be at least a two or a three. And you just be walking as quick as you can be doing. Okay, so what we're going to do in three, two, one, I want you to set off at that pace. 
and we're going to keep this pace for anywhere between five to eight minutes okay now i'm going to leave that up to you i'm going to leave that up to you to guide that i'm going to give you a check-in when we're at five and i'm going to give you a check-in when we're at eight now for any reason you you're done when we're at five then what you can start doing is start doing some um sort of static stretches um just to get yourself warmed up and just to keep yourself immobilized after you've warmed up initially so we're going to keep at this pace definitely for five minutes you've already done 30 seconds so we've already got four and a half minutes left and when we get to the end of those four and a half minutes i'll give you a choice and you can either get on with your static stretches or you can start to um you can you can keep with the pace that you're doing now the reason that we're doing things this way now is we're making sure that we warm ourselves up properly before we start doing our actual warm-up stretches because we know that when you've done your little warm-up in the sense of you run walk you walk or you run you're going to have warmed up all the muscles that you're going to be using for the session and when you're doing anything to do with hills it's really really important that you do that because the thing is the hill is we're going to be focusing on a shortish hill and we're going to be making sure that you can run down that hill so as you're on your way now running we're what we we're nearly a minute in we're nearly a minute and a half in to this run i want you to be thinking about what hill you're making your way to okay you want to be making sure that you've got a hill that goes down but it's not really steep so what would be ideal is something that's straight at the top and then it gradually goes down for around about 30 seconds and then it goes back onto a flat don't get too hung up on it because if you pick a steeper hill all we're going to do is we're not going to run as far down it it would be nice if you can in the in the session in the interval that we do that you can get down the hill and down onto a flat but if that's not the case it's not the case you know and that's just where we're at but if you can try and use a more gradual hill a gradual in incline decline a gradual that's going down then that's what we'd like you to try and get to so i'm hoping that you are thinking about the hill that you're going to if you're not thinking about the hill you're going to the clues in the title you're going to need a hill so please start thinking about heading somewhere where there is a hill so you might need to use those eight minutes running after all okay so we're two and a half minutes in so we've got two and a half minutes left now i just want you to stick to this pace I don't want you to start going faster. I want you to stick at the nice steady pace that you're doing. If you're puffing and panting, you're going too quick. I've not asked you to do that. I've asked you to go at an easy pace for you. So a three out of 10, you should be able to have a full blown conversation if you needed to. You should be able to read a book if you needed to. If you saw one of your mates now or one of the other lasses from group, you should be able to run along with them for a little bit and have a good old chat. You shouldn't feel knackered. You shouldn't feel really tired shouldn't be sort of like heavy on your legs unless obviously you've done something yesterday or the day before you, it should just feel all right it should be something that you can keep carrying on with and that's where i want you to be at so if you're puffing and panting now and you're really giving it some tempo running i, I don't want you to do that at all it's really important when you come to group and when you listen to these audio runs that you take the direction if you're not going to take the direction and you're not going to take part in what we give you to do, there's no point doing it. You may as well just go out and run. You may as well just go out and enjoy your run and not worry about any direction from anyone or any coaching points. You may as well just do that. And that's not me having a go. It's just basically saying that if you come in and we're giving you a session, there's a reason for it. 
and it's about trusting our reason for that and why we're going through that coaching session with you and if while we're doing it you're not sure what it means or even when you're listening to these audio guided ones if you're thinking what on earth did I do that for what's the point come back to me and ask me send me an email and I'll let you know what the point of it was I'll let you know why you went and did that run okay so we're just shy of 40 seconds left if you if you stick into the five minutes warm-up so in 40 seconds coming up to 30 now in 30 seconds you're either going to carry on running and just not do anything just keep as you are or in 30 seconds you're going to stop yourself with your running warm-up and you're just going to start doing some basic stretches so just pick three stretches that you know um one for your upper body and two for your lower body and just do those and just hold each one of them for around about 30 seconds and then just have a little walk around um, in a circle potentially while at the bottom of the hill or the top of the hill while we just uh, carry on with our running warm-up. So for anybody who's carrying on, we're now at the five minutes. So you've got three more minutes left to do. There isn't really any relevance in whether it's five minutes or eight minutes. It's just about how you're feeling. It's just about you making sure that you're warmed up. So if you feel warmed up at any point between what we've just done and the bit where I'm going to tell you to stop, just stop at any point when you're ready and pick yourself three stretches. You can just Google uh, static running stretches. You can just Google that and you can just find three stretches that you just want to do while you're waiting for your heel session. So those of you that are still doing your running warm-up, just stick to your run walk, your brisk walk or your running pace that you were doing. We're just going to stick to this for a little while longer. For those of you that are already at the hill, like I say, start taking some taking part in some static stretches. Some examples of stretches you could do is some heel raises. For those of you, when you stop at the, at the eight minutes, you can do these as well. Heel raises is just going up on your tiptoes and back down on your heels. Up on your tiptoes, back down on your heels nice and slow real controlled um, another one that you could do is you could do some squats so the heel raises are going to work your calf they're going to help your hamstrings squats you can do so with squats you can just um, take a soft bend in your knees and you're just basically going to push your bum back as if you're going to sit down on a chair behind you and then you're going to push your bum back up and thrust through your hips to sort of bring your bum cheeks together so you stand back up. If you can't do a squat, you can bring your knees to your hands and you can just tap the top of your knees um, from side to side if there's any issues with knees or squats. But they really motivate your glutes to get going. They fire up your glutes, your calves, and they fire up the muscles that you're gonna use during the running for the hills. Um, and then another one you can do is some arm circles. So you can just put your arms out to the side and you can just do tiny little circles with your fingers. So if you imagine if there was a wall in, by your fingers, you'd be drawing tiny little circles on it if you had a pen in your hand. Okay. So we're now seven and a bit minutes. So for those of you that are still doing um, stretches, you can just repeat what you just did. You're not holding them for ever so long. Just do a few of those to make sure your upper body's immobilised and so is your lower body. And those of you that are still running, we've got 20 seconds left. So what I want you to do now is I just want you to make sure that within this, 
you're getting yourselves to the top of a hill where a hill where you've got to go down not a hill where that you've got to go up so i don't want you at the bottom of the hill i want you to be at the top of the hill so we're at the eight minutes so for those of you that are running for eight minutes brilliant well done just make sure you're at the top of the hill and you're just going to give yourself some little stretches two or three of them make sure there's at least one upper body one lower body or two upper body one lower body or one upper body two lower body and just get yourself some stretches and just have a little go you can google them so if you've got your phone with you just google static running stretches for everybody else who's already done their stretches because you've been there for a little while you're just gonna make sure that you're familiarizing yourself with this hill so uh, hopefully you're at the top of the hill and you're facing down the hill so what i want you to do is i just want you to walk down the hill so i just want you to set off walk down the hill real slow those of you that you do still doing your stretches that's absolutely fine now you've probably done enough of those and you guys can start walking down the hill as well if you're at the bottom of the hill walk yourself up to the top of the hill and essentially what we're just going to spend a little bit of time doing around about two minutes we're just going to walk down the hill and back up the hill again and all you're going to do with this you're just walking it don't you know obviously we don't want a really really slow stroll we want a bit of a walk but it doesn't have to be a brisk walk because you're going up and down the hill so your heart rate's going to go up so just walk yourself down the bottom of the hill walk yourself up the top of the hill and i just want you to do that we're going to aim maybe for about three or four times so twice down and twice up should just take us a couple of minutes to do that it's just really to familiarize yourself with the hill what's the gradient of the hill you know you don't have to get your spirit level out but is it really steep is it really steep or did you actually find somewhere that's quite gradual places in where involved you know there's gradual hills or sort of um, undulating sort of rolling hills in the vicarage estate so quincy road wolfraff way um, there's also Wenjo Lane. Wenjo Lane's a perfect example of a gradual slope, really. You know, it starts quite flat at the top and then it goes on and on and on and on, but it's very gradual. There's also a bit of a hill um, at the bottom of Wenjo Lane. Um, the other side, the little hill that goes down into Glaxo's car park, that's a nice gradual little hill. Um, there's quite a few around where really we don't want you doing your king's hills we don't want you doing your scots road your middletons we don't want those really long steep hills we just want a hill that you can go down for a little bit gradually stop yourself and head back up to the top again all right so hopefully you're still walking up and down the hill i'm not sure where you are but wherever you are now can you just make sure you get yourself back to the top of the hill so if you're already at the top please don't walk down go any further just keep your legs moving and if you're anywhere else on the hill just make your way back up to the top just keep your legs moving till you get to the top of the hill and then in about 40 seconds we're going to go off with the first um session so what we're going to do for this for running down hills we're essentially tonight we're focusing on your form and your foot placement so these are the things that we want you focusing on and we're going to tell you a little bit um about why we're doing it so we're going to do it because we focus so much on running up them but we don't always think about our technique and how we might run downhill so what we're going to do for set one we're just literally going to run downhill we're going to run down the hill as we normally would so i don't want you at this moment to think about foot placement where your head is where your arms are i just want you to go down the hill the way you would normally run down the hill 
Now you're probably not going to do that because we've already talked about form. So naturally you're probably going to try and change it a little bit. But we just want you to just go down the hill. Uh, what you would normally do, and we're going to go down the hill for 30 seconds. And then after your 30 seconds, you're going to walk yourself slowly back up to the top of the hill. No brisk walking because that's going to be your recovery. So I'm going to wait till we get round to a round number, which is going to be in about 10 seconds. And then I just want you to set off. I'll count you in from three. So in three, two, one, just get yourself off down that hill. Just do what you normally would, run how you normally would. Don't overthink it massively. And then I'll count you in from three. And when I say ready, just turn on your heels and just walk straight up the hill. Ten seconds left. Three, two, one, ready. So just turn yourselves round, walk up the hill nicely. Should take you probably a little bit longer than it did to run down it, but that's fine. There's no brisk walking, just have a really steady walk up the hill. Take this as your recovery. We'll have a little bit of a recovery at the top while I tell you what else to do next. And then we're just going to go off back down the hill again. So just keep yourselves walking up that hill. Okay, so everybody should be back to the top of the hill by now. It should have taken you a little bit longer to get up the hill than it did to get down it. If it doesn't, you're going too fast. So just going to take a little bit of recovery at the top there. And what we're going to do, we're going to go back down the hill. But before we do that, I want you to think about how it felt. I want you to think about what did I do? Am I aware of what I did? Did I just do it on autopilot? What were my feet doing? Where were the landing? Can I remember? What were my arms doing? Where was I looking? Can I remember? Chances are probably not. So what we're gonna do now is we're gonna go back down the hill exactly the same. But this time, I want you to run like you normally would, but I want you to be aware of what you're doing because I'm pretty sure last time you probably just did it on autopilot. So when you get down the hill this time, I want you to think about where are my feet landing? What are my arms doing? Where's my face looking? What are my eyes focusing on? What are my arms doing? What are my feet doing? What are my hips doing? Where are my legs? I just want you to think about these things and be mindful. And a good way to do it is maybe work from the bottom up or the top down. So if you start with where's my head at? Sorry to sound a bit Love Island there, but anyway. Where's my head at? Where are my shoulders? What are they doing? Where are my elbows? What are my arms doing? What are my hips doing? How are my knees? Where are my feet? If you want to do it the other way, then obviously you start with your feet and work your way up. So I just want you to focus on those things and just run down this hill now a little bit more mindfully. But stick to the way you would normally run, but just focus on the things that I've asked you to focus on. So we've got about 10 seconds and we're going to head back down the hill. 
I'll count you in from three. In three, two, one, get yourselves back down that hill. So what's your head doing? What's your mouth doing? What's your nose doing? What are your shoulders doing? What are your arms doing? What about them hips? Have you got your headlights square on or are they hanging down a bit to the floor? That's your hips, by the way. What are your knees doing? Are they turning in? Are you landing on your heels? Are you landing on your toes? What do you think? Ready? Turn yourself back round. Walk straight back up that hill. So did you think about it? Did you think about how it felt? You might not have done, and if you didn't, don't beat yourself up, it's okay. But we just want you to start thinking about it because so often we're out on a run and we get to a, a, a hill and we don't think, oh right, I'm gonna put some techniques in place now and master this hill. We just keep going. And then sometimes we get to the bottom of the hill and we think, oh God, my hips are really hurting there. My knees took a bit of a pounding on that hill or whatever it is. So we just want you to start thinking about it. You should still obviously be walking up the hill. Just gonna give people time to get there. And then we're gonna focus on something else and we're gonna go again. So just stick with that nice steady walk. This is your recovery. Right, so hopefully now everyone should be either at the top or near the top. It's fine if you're not already there, don't worry, keep making your way up the top. I'm just going to start explaining what we're going to do next. So what we're going to do this time is when we make our way back down the hill, we're just going to focus on one part of our body and we're just going to focus on our head. And we're going to think about our head having that inflatable balloon. So sort of a string coming out of the top of our head and a helium balloon holding it up. So essentially we've got our head up. We've got our head up and we're looking forward, but we're looking at around about, I don't know, we're aiming to, to sort of have our eyes where we'd be looking at the, the point where we're aiming to get to. That's quite hard to explain on an audio guided run, but you're essentially you've got your head up and then it's fine for you to move your eyes about a bit like an action man. So what we tend to do when we run is we have our head up and then what we do is if we think, oh, I want to look down, I'm going to fall over, I'm on a hill. Instead of looking down and keeping our head up, we put our head down, we put our chin down and we look down. And then when we do this, we're more likely to get injuries. We're more likely to like pull our neck, pull the bottom of our back, um, trip over our own feet because we're worried about what we're looking at and we're not focusing on where we're going. So what I want you to practice here is having your head in that upright position and if you need to look down at the floor I just want you to look down with your eyes and keep your head up that's how I'm trying to explain that so we're going to focus on that but we're also going to focus and imagine we've either got a grapefruit under our chin or we've got a really big orange there it depends how big your chin is and how high up your chest is but we're essentially trying to get to a point where we're holding that in between our chin and our chest and we don't want to drop it and if we drop it, it's going to be the worst thing that ever happens. I don't really know why, but it is. So we've got that there and we're essentially not trying to drop it. So we're thinking about that helium balloon and we're thinking about that grapefruit there or an orange, big orange. So what I want you to do now, we're going to wait till we get onto a round number and then we're going to set ourselves off down the hill. And that's the only thing I want you to try and focus on. And we're going to go in 10 seconds. 
and I'm going to count them from three. So three, two, one, take yourselves down that hill. So head up, eyes focusing on where you want to go. If you need to look down, just glance down, use your peripheral. And then you've got that grapefruit and that orange there that you don't want to drop. So keep that stance. You've got another 10 seconds. I'll count you in from three and I'll say ready and you can go back up the hill. Three, two, one, ready. That's you back up the hill, ladies. Okay, so how did that feel? Trying to keep your head up. The reason it's good to keep your head up is it really helps with your posture. It helps keep you, all your back and your front all aligned, all in line with each other. So it stops that hunching over. It stops you squashing up your lungs. It stops you squashing up your diaphragm. It makes you breathing easier. And it means that you can see where you're going. You can travel where you're going, but you're automatically keeping this nice posture and you're in, in alignment when you're running. So hopefully you're still walking up the hill. Just going to give us all a chance to get up there and then I'm going to walk you through the next one. So this technique you can use when you're running at any point, this isn't about just running up and down hills. We want to keep that nice alignment. We want to keep our head up. We want to keep our head up and our shoulders back and we want to keep our chest up. We don't want to get to a point where everything's sort of hunching in. Besides the fact you'll pick up injuries, you'll get cramp after your runs, it's just, it's not good for your body to be in that position for a long while while you're putting strain on it and running. So if the more you can keep your head up, and I know some people are worried, one of the uh, ladies at the group on Tuesday was very honest and said that she did sort of have worries about falling. And, you know, this is where your foot placement can come in, because if your foot placement's good, you're less likely to fall. And obviously a good thing to do as well is, you know, scan where you're going. Look at the floor, but keep your head up and scan where you're going. Because if you're not keeping an eye on everything, you want to be looking about 10 metres ahead every time. If you're looking down, you're not focusing on what's coming. So you want to always be looking at the next thing. And this will, you know, everyone's going to have accidents. People might fall over. But if you're doing everything you can to, to be aware of your surroundings, you're less likely to fall. And if you do, it is just that. It's just an accident. Um, so, you know, it's nothing that you're doing to cause that. And obviously accidents do happen. Right, hopefully everyone's at the top of the hill now. We've got about 20 seconds. So what I want you to focus on here is I want you to think about your stride. And I want you to think about taking shorter strides and landing in the middle of your foot here, if you can. Now that's very easy for me to say, but essentially what we're doing is we're putting our feet, we want our feet to land as under our body as we can. We don't want to stride out and we don't want to lean back really with our feet. We want to make sure that when we put our foot out, we're putting it out underneath us and that our body is landing on top of it. So your foot all the time is always just reaching out and your body's going with it. And it will bring a nice rhythm to your running. So what you're aiming to do is you don't want to land on the front of your feet because you could, you're likely to topple forward if you do that or lean forward to do that. And if you're landing on your heels, you're more likely to sort of um, lean back, which we don't want to do anyway. So we just want to make sure that we're doing smaller strides. Now you might have noticed when I asked you to focus earlier on, on what your feet were doing, you might have noticed you've got quite big strides. 
And when you're running with big strides down a hill, it's either going to do two things. Now, there were two girls at group on Tuesday who ran with bigger strides and were very strong. But actually, because they're quite fast when they do that, they put their stride out and then their body very quickly catches that foot up. But if you're really striding out and you're not getting your body back to your feet in time, then this is where we're going to get injuries coming. So you want to make sure that those strides are short and strong. And a short stride, someone with longer legs than me might have a longer stride than me. So it doesn't mean that a short stride is a teeny little shuffle. It just means for you, it's a short stride. So without confusing you, we're essentially going to focus this time on where our foot's la feet land and our feet landing under our body with smaller steps. Okay, so you want to have a little bit of a faster turnover of your feet, a bit like Speedy Gonzales. So we've got 10 seconds, I'll count you in and then we're going to just focus on that. You don't have to worry about the orange or any of that in a minute. Three, two, one, off you go. Okay, so hopefully you've got an eye on your stride, your strides are a little bit smaller, you're landing underneath your body and where possible you're landing on your midfoot. It doesn't mean if you don't land in the middle of your foot, you're running wrong. It's just something to consider and something to see. If you try it, does it work? Got five seconds left. In three, two, one, ready, turn yourselves back round, go back up the hill. Just walking back up the hill, don't forget. Fantastic. So just get yourselves back up to that top of the hill nice and safely. Now the what this does is when you're landing on your midfoot and you're cadence is quicker so this is your stride cadence is like the turnover of your feet when you're running if you're landing on your midfoot and your cadence is quicker you're going to take lighter steps and you're going to land more on your midfoot which basically means you're not using your heel as a brake on the way down the hill and you're actually keeping a slight bend in the landing and this means that your knees don't take as much impact so this is why this is a really good technique to try to use if you can. If you're going to use any of them, the quicker turnover of feet is really helpful because it encourages you to lean forward a little bit and not go to that natural break-in with your heels and sort of leaning back, which a lot of us do when we go down the hill. Okay, so now we're going to try the Eddie the Eagle, which I'm naming this after Debs. So shout out to Debs. Um, so with this one, what we're going to do is we're, having, we're going to have a go at putting this midfoot strike with another technique. So what we're going to do is we're going to ask you to lean forward from your ankles, which is a bit bizarre. It was very hard to explain in person, so I'm not quite sure why I'm trying to do it on an audio run. 
but what you're essentially doing is I want you to stand with your feet hip width apart and then what you're going to do is you're going to lean forward but from your ankles so you just slightly want to bend those ankles forward and lean forward into your feet a bit like Michael Jackson on the smooth criminal video not that far obviously and a bit like Eddie the Eagle Edwards when he was leaning forward doing his ski jump so you're essentially leaning forward from those ankles you're not hinging forward from your hips if you notice any hinging going on you shouldn't be doing that all of your body should be in alignment so what should be happening is when you hinge forward from your from your ankles what should happen is your hips should naturally start to come over your knees so they should be in line with your knees and your ankles and when you're in that position you want to try and hold that position as you're running obviously you're running don't stay in that position and just hop down the hill but you want to try and keep your body in that very 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 slight lean forward okay don't lean forward from your shoulders in the sense of you know put your shoulders right forward you still want your shoulders down but you want your shoulders down and you want them in alignment with your hips and you want them in alignment with your ankles and your knees so when you look down they should all look like they're in line with each other if you're really unsure and some of this has confused you just try and lean forward from your ankles and do not hinge forward from the hip okay so we're going to go in 10 I'll count you in from three and just focus on that along with the quicker turnover of your feet. In three, two, one, off you go. So keep that slight lean, resist the temptation to lean back and break with your heels and keep that foot turnover a bit quicker. Well done count you in again from three and say ready and then you can just turn on your heels and walk your way back up the hill in three two one ready back up the hill well done ladies so we're going to leave it with that for the techniques for the moment we've been going around about 34 minutes obviously it's up and down hills so it can be a little bit more hard work it is a little bit does what it says on the tin but actually it's a very effective session You're using different muscles to what you would normally be using doing a run and actually it's going to bring your heart rate up and down a lot more so you're getting a little bit of a hip workout doing this as well so as you're walking back up the hill we're going to talk about what we're going to do next and you've probably guessed it we're essentially we're going to go back down the hill and we're going to try and put a few of the techniques in place so we're going to think about that helium bloom coming out of our head we're going to think about that grapefruit underneath our chin we're going to think about keeping our core tucked in, so keeping our belly tucked in tight. And we're going to think about our legs being in line. So we're going to think about that lean forward from the ankles. We're going to think about our hips just slightly coming over our knees and just slightly in line with our ankles. We're going to think about those shoulders being down and we're going to think about that quicker strike on the floor. And when we're landing on the floor, we're going to try and keep our feet in the midfoot. Now, all of this you are probably thinking what the hell what am i even gonna look like trying to do that but what you're essentially trying to do is tune into your body so you can do it two different ways really with this you can try one of them for 10 seconds try the other one for 10 seconds try the other one for 10 or you can try and do them all at the same time i am also going to ask you to focus on these on the way back home with your cool down run as well so you are going to get another chance to put them in line and to practice them 
Okay, hopefully everyone's at the top of the hill now. So we're gonna we're gonna take sort of fifteen seconds while the numbers on the clock round up, and then we're gonna go and we're gonna try and focus on all of those things. In three, two, one, set yourself off now, ladies. So is that head up? Are your eyes looking 10 to 15 metres in front of you? Are you able to see where you're going? Think about those feet, where are they landing? Are you landing in the middle lightly with a quick turnover or are you landing on your heel or your toe really flatly with a really slow, struggling stride? Think about it, how's it feeling? Are you leaning forward from your ankles or are you hinging forward from your hips? Are you leaning back? Are you breaking with your heels? Think about what you're doing. Three, two, one, ready. Well done. So you should be walking back up the hill now. When we're gonna to get to the top of the hill, I'm gonna give you one last little bit of fun technique to have a go at, and then we're gonna carry on, crack on with our run or our, uh, sorry our cool down home so your cool down home is going to be as long as your cool down was out so if you pick the five minutes on the way out then you've got five minutes cool down back if you pick the eight minutes you've got an eight minute cool down back but either way it's going to be the exact same thing it's either going to be a brisk walk it's going to be a run walk or it's going to be a run and you don't have to do the same thing you did on your on your warm-up you can change it up the main thing is is that you get your heart rate down and you get yourself back home nice and cooled down so hopefully everyone's on the way back up to the hill now and if you're not already there you will be shortly so what we're going to do with this last run with this last run down this little bit of a hill and then we're going to carry on from the bottom of the hill on the way home if you live the other way i'm sorry you've got to go back up the hill again but you're going to take yourself down that hill and you're going to do phoebe arms so for anyone who watches running running anyone who watches friends you're going to know what this is this is when Phoebe runs around the park with Rachel and she runs like a kid. Rachel's a bit uptight, she doesn't really want to be seen doing it and Phoebe is like, I don't really run like that, I run like I was when, a kid, when I was a kid because otherwise what's the point in doing it? So what I want you to do here, you can think about the other techniques if you want to but I'm only really asking you to think about your arms. What I'd like you to try and do is keep your arms at the side of you to get some kind of balance and sort of wiggle them around a little bit. So you can sort of move them forward as if you're, um, what does it look like? Uh, someone at the weekend said like you're holding your kid's hands either side and you're skipping with them. So that would be your hands coming up and down. Or it's also that motion of sort of wax on, wax off with your hands, but at the side. Um, so essentially you've just got that bit more freedom in your arms and you're keeping them at the side a little bit to focus on your balance. So what we'll do is we'll wait till the clock gets round to a round number, which is in about five seconds. I'll count you in from three. So three, two, one, off you go. It's just down the hill, focusing on the arms. The rest of it's not a big deal, but just make sure that you're having fun and you're just messing about with the arms. Basically, they're out by your side in some sh shape or form. Not quite aeroplanes. We don't want them up that high. We want them sort of. We want your hands sort of um, hip height really almost a bit like ricky martin in the living the vida loca video three two one fantastic 
So now you're just going to carry on running or walking or run walking, whatever you did for your warm up, where you can obviously pick something different for your cool down. We're just going to carry on now. So hopefully you're making your way home. If you have had to go back up the hill, it's fine to walk back up the hill and start with your run from the top of it. And we're just going to make our way back. So you've either got five minutes on this or you've got eight. It depends on what you do. You can decide differently now. You know, when you get to five, if you think that's you done for your running, you can absolutely slow it down for a walk. The main thing is, is we have at least five minutes of that movement and then we take some sort of stretch. What I'd recommend for a stretch is some sort of hamstring stretch, some sort of quad stretch and some sort of stretch for your lower back. So you can just reach up to the sky for your lower back and reach over to one side, come back into the middle and reach over to the other side. If, you can, if you're in a position when you get home to get on the floor, you can sort of reach out in the sort of baby baby's pose, I think it is. It's kind of where you kneel on your knees and then you put your hands out in front of you on the floor and sort of spread yourself out on the floor like you've got your knees curled up to your chest kind of thing. So hopefully everybody's feeling all right after that downhill set of running and hopefully you're starting to think about what you liked, what you didn't like, what worked for you, what didn't. The main thing is, is that you come away from this session with a little bit more awareness of what you normally do and a little bit more awareness of what you could do if you wanted to or if it felt okay for you. The main things we want to take away from this session is when we're running down the hill, we want to try not to lean back into our heels. We don't want to be breaking with our heels and sort of stopping, you know, going against that gravity. We want to kind of lean into the hill slightly and just have that quicker foot turnover, have that bit of balance and keep that bit of posture. These are really important things for us when we're running downhill. We're going to stop the impact all through our legs. We're going to have less likely of getting injured. We're going to have less likelihood of falling over downhill. So these are all things that are really going to help us. So you're still running now or you're having that brisk walk or you're doing that run walk and you're going to be just making sure that you're now cooling down. You shouldn't be at any more than a 3 out of 10 here and if you are, you're not cooling yourself down, you're just setting off for another run. Like I said before, it's really, really important that when we give you these coaching points, you try and put them into practice because otherwise essentially what you'll be doing tonight is having a really hard tempo run out hill session and a tempo run back and that's going to work a different, um, a different system in your body. We want to make sure we're working um, the right system during this training. So we don't want you to be running home really fast because you want to get home quicker. We want you to be taking a nice steady recovery run back, a nice steady recovery run walk back or a nice steady brisk walk back. So I don't want anyone really over a three here out of ten. Effort wise that is, not speed. So well done, you're doing really well. You're just coming up to around about four minutes. So for those of you that are doing the five minutes, you've got about a minute left. If you went a little bit quicker, you might already be at home, I don't know. Um, but you've got around about 30, 
yeah, you've got around about 30 seconds left now. So once we get to those five minutes, pick yourself some cool downs. Um, like I say, I'll try and go for a hamstring stretch, a quad stretch, um, and something maybe for your back and potentially something for your arms. So a tricep stretch might be good. And um, that's the one where you put your hand up and then you put it in between your shoulder blades and then you push back from the elbow. Okay, so those of you that are aiming for five minutes, you should be around about done now. So feel free to go into some of your stretches. You can just Google dynamic running stretches. I will also put two or three stretches. I'll attach them to the app, to the podcast, so that you can check them before you set off if you need them. Or you can just obviously go into the app while you're there and, and check what they are. Try and familiarise yourself with some of the stretches that we do at group if you come. And if you don't, just Google dynamic running stretches and always use the dynamic ones before you run, uh, after you run, and always use the static ones. I've done that wrong. Dynamic ones before you run is right the first time and static ones after you run. And just have three or four printed out on a sheet of paper and practice them. And then you'll always have your go-to stretches after you run. Otherwise, you know, trying to explain them on an audio guided run is quite hard because you can't see anything visually. So I will attach videos, but try and take some responsibility of that yourself and get to know at least two or three, you know, a couple for your lower body, a couple for your upper body. And then you're going to know roughly what you can do depending on what you've worked this is about you empowering yourself as well to feel confident in those runs and to know what stretches and stuff that you can do okay so we're just coming up to the seven minute mark so those of you that have got the eight minutes you've got about another 60 seconds to go so carry on with that as you were those of you that were just doing the five minutes you might still be stretching or you might be home you might be done So well done for those of you that have already finished and for those of you that are carrying on, you've got another minute. So really well done. Okay, so we're just coming up to that eight minutes now, ladies. So just a little reminder of today's session. The reason that we did today's session was running downhills prepares the body to handle the eccentric contractions that you have while you're going downhill. It decreases the negative effects and it improves your running performance. The muscle you build working on the decline translates into faster paces when you're on a flat. So the thing is, what it'll also help you with is to be able to run faster with less effort. So potentially, this also gives you the ability to perfect your technique, even when you're going faster. So really well done tonight, everybody. Fantastic work. We'd really love to hear your feedback on the session. Don't forget you can email us. It's hearts underscore girls underscore can at outlook.com. We absolutely do want to hear your feedback. We want to know how you've got on. We hope you've enjoyed this first audio guided run for July from the last session in June. We'll also be running a session tomorrow night. Um, Tomorrow night we're back to time trials. 
um, because we're five weeks in and we will be posting another time trial audio guided run on uh, Wednesday or Thursday we'll aim to post it. So this is the other thing, I might not be able to do, post these every Wednesday night, but they will definitely be in the group or on the podcast by Friday. So that's just something I've had to adapt because of my commitments, but they will definitely be on there um, by sort of Friday evening at midnight in time for the weekend for those of you who are planning on going out and doing the sessions. So thanks so much, ladies. It's amazing to have you all on board. If only one of you has tuned in and listened to this session and found it useful, then that's really, really helpful. If anybody else has got any feedback or any suggestions, then we would absolutely welcome them. So take care of yourself, ladies, and hopefully we'll either see you face to face tomorrow or we will hear about your escapades in the WhatsApp group or you will just get on with this session in the week. Whatever way you're choosing to link in with us at Hearts Girls Can, we're so, so pleased that you're part of it and we can't wait to get your feedback from the sessions. We really, really hope that this supports you with your running journey. Thanks, ladies. Bye.